Wonderful. You are once again welcome to your every Tuesday dates that is making sure that your life is built on a solid rock of principles. Principles with the prophetic worshiper John Mensah. By the wonderful grace of God, this is the last episode of the topic we have been looking at, the principle that we have been looking at for the past four weeks. And today I promise I'm going to take it slow. I'm going to talk slow actually and I'm going to make sure that every point that I'm going to give out of the seven points that we have to discuss today on the importance of repentance. We're able to get it and imbibe it point after point in the name of Jesus. Like we have already established and I'd like you to remember that these principles that we are learning, they ultimately determine the outcome of our lives, not our social values, not the values that we have learned off of um, the book or off of the internet or other stuff, but the principles that we learn to adhere to is what is going to ultimately determine the outcome of our lives. You can't fake principles. The principle that we have been looking at for the past four weeks is repentance from dead works. And that is, today we are looking at the uh, the parts that will complete it. Um, that is the importance of repentance from dead works. Let's pray. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise and we give you all the honor. We magnify your name and we exalt your holy name. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that open the eyes of our understanding, that we may imbibe this knowledge that you give us for your word. Says the lack of knowledge, my people perish. And as we learn this knowledge, let us have the insight to give us the momentum to drive our lives on principles. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. You are the God of knowledge by whom our actions are weighed. Let our actions now be weighed by the knowledge that you are about to pour on us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Principles. When I say principles, you respond anywhere that you are. You respond to uh, foundations worth sharing. So principles, foundations worth sharing. And today we are looking at the importance of repentance. Repentance from dead works. That's the main topic. And then the last bit of which we are looking at today is repentance. The importance of repentance. And I would like to... I like to begin the point sharing I'm, I'm about to share with you today from the fact that God commands us to, to, to repent the Bible says Jesus Christ came onto the surface of this earth and he began to preach repentance but before Jesus Christ appears before Jesus Christ appears on the scene we hear another person who was preaching the same thing repentance jesus christ said the kingdom of god is at hand john the baptist said the kingdom of god is at hand god exhort us to repent so our first point 
and uh, the importance of repentance. Why is repentance important? Why is it important that we repent? We turn one another 80 degrees and follow the path of God. Repentance. Someone asked a question today and I'd like to share it with you before we enter into our study today, repentance. The person said that, is it possible that a born-again, spirit-filled, a born-again, Holy Spirit-filled Christian who has a who has a true relationship with God? Can that person sing secular music? I mean make secular music. Can that person make secular music? Not secular, not secular, but secular music as in worldly music. We are in this world, but they are not of this world. My perspective on it is that for someone to be born again means that the Spirit of God has convicted a person. And I'm not being cynical here. I'm not being spiritual. I'm not being super spiritual. I'm just analyzing the words one after the other. For someone to be born again, it means that the person has been convicted by the Holy Spirit and has given his life to Christ. In essence, actually, the person has been commanded because Jesus Christ made us to understand that unless you, unless I call you, you cannot come to me. It means that he called you by name for you to give your life to Christ. And we all need to understand that. And the second one, to be Holy Spirit filled. And I want us to understand that it's a process. It, it doesn't all come together. You accept Christ, then you become Holy Spirit filled. Spirit filled. Then you begin to build a relationship with God. But this question went straight forward and said that someone who has been born again means he has passed that level. Someone who is a Holy Spirit filled. It means the person has come to know about the Holy Spirit and he has been filled with the Holy Spirit. And then the next level is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God leads you to have a relationship with God. My perspective is that passing all these levels to get to having a relationship with God, I don't think it's possible for the person to create worldly music because the density, the weight of glory or the weight of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life cannot, you can, you can, you can make you can make all kinds of mistakes and not make worldly music. Because, because the person that's in a relationship with God will understand that everything that I do is either, is either promoting the name of God or demoting the name of God. And understand this, the person can have a lot of secret sins, but not outside ones. You'll be too conscious of, be too conscious of um, the, the 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 name of God that is upon you. Right, great. I want you to share your views on it at the comment section. Leave a message for me. I'd like to 
read your perspective on it. But let's go straight to our our study today, Importance of Repentance. And before we go, listen to this one. I said that my perspective was that nobody who has passed all the levels, being born again, being Holy Spirit filled, and having a relationship with God will think of singing worldly music unless your mind is yours. The Bible says in the book of um, Philippians 2 verse 4, it says that let his mind be in you which was also in Christ. And Philippians 4 verse 8 says that uh, whatsoever that is perfect, whatsoever that is trustworthy, whatsoever that is um, praiseworthy, think on these things. It means that by the time you would have gotten to into a relationship with God, you would have lost your mind. You would have lost yourself. So that now you are pursuing God's idea. Romans 8 verse 1. There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. It means that if you are Holy Spirit filled, it means you are being led by the Spirit. And everything that the Spirit leads you to do will not be for the world. It will be for God. I believe uh, I, have a, I have a good point. I don't know about you. Just give me your point. Let's go straight. The first importance of repentance is that God commands us to repent. And we're going to read a scripture. Um, Acts chapter 17 verse 30. Acts chapter 17 verse 30 said, But the latter part says, But God now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. So the scripture makes it clear in the book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles, that God commands every man everywhere on the earth to repent. And I believe that God wants us to repent because we have missed the way and he needs to show us the right way to go. And there's too much that is is distracting us that we need to repent from and to turn back to him. The book of James says that turn back to me and I'll turn back, return to God and he will return to you. Return to me and I will return to you. So you have the responsibility to return to God first, then he will return to you. So our first message is God command us to repent. Yes. I promise I was going to be a little slow. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> so the second point is spiritual death avoided through repentance. So we avoid spiritual death through repentance. I believe that that's what God is calling us to avoid. Spiritual death. Essentially what happened in the um, in the Garden of Eden when, the, when Adam and Eve ate the fruit. When they ate the fruit what happened was spiritual death right and that is what God is calling us to repent from to avoid spiritual death to avoid spiritual death let's read a scripture from the book of Luke chapter 3 Luke chapter 13 Luke chapter 13 verse 3 but except ye repent ye shall likewise perish except you repent there is no other way there is no other hope unless you repent 
you repent from yourself you repent from your sins you repent from and i and i've already defined what sin is sin is not a transgression sin is um uh, you lost your way right we lost our way we lost our purpose great that's that that that's it you lost your purpose you can never find your purpose outside God because he created he's the manufacturer of you and only he has your manual and unless you repent the manual says that unless you repent you can't find your purpose unless you repent you can't find your purpose but except you repent Luke chapter 13 verse 3 except you repent you shall all likewise perish you shall all likewise perish unless you repent and it has to be conscious might I say that before I forget it has to be conscious you have to consciously repent point three point three point three Repentance gives access to eternal life. So unless you repent, you have no access to eternal life. So unless you repent, you don't have an access to eternal life. The only way you are sure that you have access to eternal life is repent. Jesus Christ came to preach. If if Jesus Christ could have preached the gospel without people repenting, if he could have he could have reached you without you repenting he would have done that there was no other way around it you have to change your mind you have to repent then you receive the gospel into your heart repentance give access to eternal life so repent for the kingdom of god is at hand the kingdom of god is at hand so on before you can enter the kingdom of god you need to have repented to enter the kingdom of god right is 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 the switching ability that the gospel gives so the gospel gives you the ability to repent and then enter so you switch kingdoms from darkness to light repentance gives you that access to the kingdom of god repentance repentance the penalty of death is removed and eternal life is granted so repentance removes the penalty of death from off of your life and then it imposes and superimposes eternal life upon you eternal life is granted eternal life is granted through repentance when they heard these things they they held their peace and glorified god saying then hath god also to the gentiles granted repentance unto life acts chapter 11 verse 18 acts chapter 11 verse 18 a wonderful scripture a wonderful scripture is that when they heard these things they held their peace and glorified god saying then hath god also to the gentiles granted repentance god has granted repentance to everybody and all you need to do is to take it repent accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. That we see in Acts 11, verse 18. Repentance gives eternal life. A fourth point. I, I said I was giving you seven points. Yes. 
So I'll give you the fourth point and then I'm trying a lot, right? I'm trying to slow down. It is necessary for forgiveness. Repentance is necessary for forgiveness. So unless you repent, even, even when you offend somebody, unless you repent of it, the person will not find it necessary to forgive you. So is it with God. Unless you repent, you change your heart. The condition of your heart, the state of your mind. Then you receive forgiveness. Because forgiveness has forgiven free. But you have to repent to see it, to receive it. And our scripture is um, Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Acts chapter 2 verse 38. And Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. God cannot forgive you. God cannot forgive your sins unless you repent. Yeah. God cannot forgive your sins unless you repent. And I pray that you are really hearing me with your spirit right now and you are receiving the word of God into your heart because your mind is not a fertile ground. Only your heart is a fertile ground for the word of God to grow. And the Bible says that some seeds fell on thorns, some seeds fell on the hard ground, on rocks, and some fell on fertile soil. And I want you to know that only your heart is a fertile soil. Only your heart is a fertile soil. Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. We mentioned that when you repent, your sins are forgiven, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right. And we, we now know that God cannot forgive you unless you repent. God cannot forgive your sins unless you repent. Then point five. I hope you are writing it down. And I exhort everyone that listens to this podcast to bring your jotha so they can jot things down. Get your jotha so they can jot things down. <laughs> jot things down. And learn. Yeah, so actually 2 verse 38 says that Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized and you receive forgiveness from God and then you receive the Holy Ghost. The fifth point is that it is necessary to enter the kingdom of God. It is necessary. Forgiveness is necessary to enter the kingdom of God. Without forgiveness, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. We have already we have already established that repentance gives you access to the kingdom of God. Repentance gives you access to eternal life. Eternal life in the kingdom of God. Not eternal life in hell. Unrepentance gives you access to hell when your heart is hard and you will not repent. Gives you access to hell. Great. So point five says it is necessary to enter the kingdom of God. So repentance is necessary to enter the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, it reveals the life of Jesus when Jesus Christ began to preach the word of God and the Bible said that from the time Jesus began to preach and to say so when he was preaching he was saying something what was he saying he said repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand the kingdom of heaven 
is at hand. I love this. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So we now see that Jesus Christ stressed on the point that repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It means that it is a requirement for you to repent. On, unless, of course, you don't want to enter the kingdom of heaven. But if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, repentance is necessary. Is a necessity. Repentance is necessity. Point six, and I hope you're writing it down. God desire you to repent. It is God's desire for all. It is God's desire for every human being that He created, not to bust hell. It is God's desire for all of us to repent and to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, that we may we may grow into the fullness of the stature of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. You have to repent before you enter the process of growth, like we discussed from the beginning. God does not want anyone to experience the supernatural, the spiritual death of eternal separation from God in hell. We have been separated once already from God. But he doesn't want us to be separated a second time into hell. Eternal torture. And eternal torture is all that will happen in hell. And you need to get it. I want to take my time and teach you this thing. And I want you to get it in its simplest form. It is God's desire for all to repent. Let's read the, uh, the, the scripture for the sixth point. That's 2 Peter 3 verse 9. 2 Peter 3 verse 9. The Lord is long-suffering to us word. Oh, I love this. The Lord is long-suffering to us word. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I love this. That all should come into repentance. So, 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 okay, I heard some doctrine some time ago. I heard a doctrine some time ago that uh, all the people who are destined to be in heaven would, would go there anyway. And those who go to hell would go there. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. And you need to understand, this scripture makes it clear that the Lord is long-suffering to us, God. Not willing, God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. All should come to the point of repentance in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. God does not want anyone to experience the spiritual death of eternal separation from God. He created us in his image and likeness so that we can finally be with him after we have completed our purpose here on earth. That's the set point. God is not willing that nobody dies. That is that is very important. It's very important. Yes. If God desires that everybody should repent, then it shouldn't stay one day more. It shouldn't stay one day more. Our last point, point seven. And I'm excited that we are at the last point because 
the heart of God is so heavy on the fact that people find it difficult to trust him, to have faith in him, enough to repent. Let's not get into a different dimension. Let's let's just stay with this teaching. Let's stay with this teaching. God is a God of knowledge by whom actions are weighed. Lack of knowledge my people perish. So you need to understand and know what the scripture says about repentance. Right? And how important repentance is to God. It's very important. He's long suffering enough to wait for you. 7.7. 7. 7. It is the reason Jesus came into the world. Is the reason Jesus came into the world. Listen to what Jesus Christ said. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Luke chapter 5, verse 32 makes the statement of Jesus Christ. And this is printed in red. Jesus Christ declares of his own religion, out of his own mouth. He said, I came not to call the righteous. So if you are righteous, please stay on the side. Jesus Christ came. He said, but sinners to repent. Jesus Christ came so that sinners will repent. He came to show us the way to repentance. I love another scripture in John chapter 14, verse 6. Said, Jesus said unto them, I am the way. I love it. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. Oh, I don't know how you understand this scripture, but some people think that Jesus Christ was joking when he said, I am the way. It means there is no other way. I am the way. I'm not a way. I'm the way. That's what he said. Right? I am the way. John 14, 6. Open this in your Bible. Jesus Christ said unto them, I am the way. Definite article. The way. Definite article. It means that's the only way that leads to God. That is that when you read this from the Bible and then you look around what's happening, Islamic, Hinduism, all those are other religions, you know certainly well that they are heading nowhere. It's not judgment. Okay. If you want to say that, no, it is actually not out writing them out. They have found a part of God because they have supernatural dimensions of operations, Islamic, Hinduism, Shintoism, and all that. They have supernatural dimensions of operation. So they have found out a part of supernatural life. But the only access to God that he has given, Hebrews, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews chapter 1, right? said, God has spoken to, let's read the book of Hebrews. Let's read, let me not misquote it to you. Hebrews. Oh, I love the fact that our main text is from Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Is that God, who at sundry times and in diverse manner speak in the past unto the fathers by the prophet, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he had appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the world the world i love this 
So he spoke by the prophet in, in, in sundry times. But but today, but 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 what way does she give? What certainty do we have to reach him today? It's Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said, Repent. That's the only way to access God through me. Repent. I love it. Jesus said. And he was not joking. I believe he was not joking. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. This text actually reveals that Jesus understood the confession of men, the, the confusion of men. Sorry. He understood the confusion of men. That sometimes we just don't know what to do. And hence, so that we don't appear dumb, we create a way which the Bible has already condemned. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. Is destruction. The end thereof is destruction. The certain way to get to God, to build a relationship with Him, is through Jesus. And to get to Jesus, you need to repent. That's the importance of repentance. And the scripture I just mentioned, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end of his destruction, the end of his death. I really want to exhort you this time that you're listening to this podcast to really repent and accept Christ as not a personal savior. And if you have made that decision, start a teaching service. Just put your hand on your touch and say, Father, Jesus, I accept you. I accept that I'm a sinner. And at this point, I cannot help myself. Help me, Lord. I repent of my sins. And I need your help. Help me to live for you. Give me the Holy Spirit to guide me. Send me the Holy Spirit to guide me. And I'm interested in building a relationship with you. Teach me day by day, one day at a time. In Jesus' name, I pray. I declare I'm no more a sinner. I declare I've no more missed my way. I've found my way in Jesus Christ. And I'm on a way to find, discovering my purpose. And I'm going to live for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. I'm excited today. I spent 30 minutes with you. And make a date with me next week. Tuesday. Because we are going to kickstart the faith journey. Actually, the journey of Christianity is called the journey of faith, the life of faith. And we are going to start the second principle of being born again. The second principle, that's faith towards God. You don't want to miss any episode of that. Please join me next week. Let's continue. Faith towards God. Thank you.